Welcome back to the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Shaps. Guys, we got a great story. I'm sorry, story? Wow. I meant to say, we got a great episode for you today. Sick story just came in. (laughs) Yeah. We just got word from you, a producer. What's that? Hello? (laughs) There's no one here? There's no producer. (laughs) I lied. All right. We got a great show for you today. I'm excited. But first, before we get into the topic for today, which looking right now could be a two-parter, I ain't going to lie to you. It's going to be a really deep discussion here. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. But before that, Chaps, you have a really good story, which in a way fits into the theme. It's going to be a sequel to another thing we did. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's much of a like story as much as like I've realized something about myself. I've developed Stockholm Syndrome for the drive-thru. Yeah. Legitimately, there are times where now we're, it's usually Chick-fil-A. I'll be in the drive-thru. I'm at the window. And it's something simple that I ordered, and you can tell that they haven't finished it yet, and there's like five people behind me, and literally, I've done this probably two or three times, I've said, do you need me to pull forward? What? You started offering it? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yeah, I've started offering it. You're the reason we're losing the but war. But then they're like, oh, no, you don't have to pull forward. Just stay there. Oh, well, that's I nice think enough. reverse psychology actually <laughs> works. I've never had to pull forward after asking. Hey, that's brilliant. I didn't even think about that. Because mm-hmm. then you're like you're making them feel, or you're coming off like, oh, am I being a burden to you guys? And then they're going to yes. be like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, not. we be can't. Our guest. We can't say that. No, In no. fact, pull over. Let us pamper you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've been holding this story back for a minute. I meant to say it when it was fresh on the spot. Yeah. But before I get to that, is this is this mine? Did she drop this off for me? Mm-hmm. No. What best girlfriend ever. <laughs> All right. My producer has brought me coffee this morning. Thank you, producer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lady, Mm -hmm. girlfriend. Anyway, this is the worst please pull forward I've ever had. I've had an experience similar to this, but I would argue that the first time they did this to me, they just forgot about me, Mm -hmm. and then they realized 10 minutes later when I was just like sitting there, (laughs) like, hey, who's that car standing out front? And they went up to me, and they're like, sir... Are you okay? Do you need help? It's like, you told me to sit here. <laughs> you know, and they're like, okay, my bad. Here's your food. Not this case. Now, we've mentioned before Whataburger is the worst offender of please pull forward. Oh, yeah. Okay. They'll now, have you pull forward all the way wrapped around. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They start their own line yeah. for please pull forward. And then you started your own drive through line. <laughs> all right. There's a potential I could get triggered with this story because this, this was the worst. This was awful. Mm, okay. Bring it on. This Whataburger right by my house, they're the worst offenders. It's run by high schoolers, okay? So they do the, sir, I, I got my food, I got my burger, yeah. I got my fries. I'm ordering for me and, and the rest of the family here. Nice. Okay? I got everything except the shake that I was asking for. They, mm. they, they didn't have the shake ready, okay? And I forget what flavor it was. I want to say it was one of their specialty ones that was limited edition. I think it was the white cherry or whatever, mm. whatever, the cherry one. So they say, get just please pull forward. We'll have that shake right out to you. Right. All right. So. And to shake things up. Yeah. I pull forward. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Fine. All right. They're, they're, I know Whataburger's busy. I get it. Okay. There's only one Whataburger I've ever been to in existence that has their formula down to where it moves along and you're out of there quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Almost Chick-fil-A speed. Yeah. Okay. So I pull forward and I'm sitting there and I'm watching two or three cars at this point two or three cars get their food and they drive off. Yeah. Okay. I'm just sitting there and then the guy who brought the food out to the third car comes to me and he's like, "I'm sorry, what was your name again?" And I go, "Caleb." And he's like, "Oh, okay, well give me a second." And he runs back in. Okay. So then I watch again another couple of cars get their food and drive off and I'm sitting there and the same kid comes out and he's like, "What was your name again?" And I was like, 
<laughs> Caleb? Okay, so, okay, okay, okay. And he, and he runs back inside. I'm not joking. A third time he no. does this, he comes out and he's like, I'm sorry, what was your name again? And I was like, Caleb. And then he's like, uh, okay, okay, give me one second. I was like, I was like, sir, come here. And I, I was heated. I, oh I, I understand this is a kid. I know, oh, I know. But I, I was mad. I was mad. Okay. I, I, I full on. What'd you say? What's the male equivalent of a Karen? Before I get to what I said. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like what? J- uh, Chad? Well, Chad's like different than a Karen. Alpha male dude, bro. Uh, Sigma male. Sigma male? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was well, totally a Sigma yeah, male. Yeah. So I, I pulled a Karen and I was like, bro, I was like, dude, I said, I'm Caleb. I ordered a cherry shake. I said, look, it's not that complicated. Oh, my God. I just want my shake, and then I can go. <laughs> and then he's like, Ugh. so he runs inside, and then, a, and then a girl comes out. She's also young, too. And she's like, I'm... What's and your she, name? And no, and she's like, uh, yeah, she did. She did ask for my name again. She's like, what was your name? And it was like, I was like, Caleb. He's like, I'm so, she's like, I'm so sorry. I've had the shake for the whole time. Uh, oh I, just, I just said to the side, and I forgot who it was for, and I was like... and i took it and i was like thank you ma'am it's just milk at this point i didn't yell at her but i told i told the kid the the first guy i was like it's not that complicated i just got a cherry shake i would like it so i can go well like what was he doing whenever he asked for your name i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i was like this is ridiculous did he seriously walk up and just like brain blasted like yeah what was i doing again yeah i just for real like have you heard that weird al song where he's like trapped in a drive-thru yeah and then he's like there's that kid he's like he looked at me and I looked at him, and then he looked at me, <laughs> and I looked at him. And he's like, and I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. What did you want again? <laughs> and my girlfriend, to tell you this too, I also get heated when they ask me to repeat my order because I never get asked that. Well, maybe I'm, I don't think I mumble. I think I project, but maybe I'm speaking too fast because I, because yesterday, I'm just ordering a double dip in a cup for my girlfriend. I say, can I get a double dip in a cup? Of mint chocolate chip and cookie dough. And then he just sits there and he looks at me <laughs> and I look at him <laughs> and he says, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? And I was like, You see, that's why I always use the app no matter where I go, even if I'm just about to join the drive through, just because there's no communication, there's no way they can misinterpret what I say. I don't have to speak. 800 things i can have everything perfectly my way i'm sorry i miss i just miss the old days well i don't know have it ever has it ever worked caleb has it ever been in the, has there ever been a time where you can just go through a drive-through it's not stressful it's not like on you're not gonna you know harm your voice at all there's not gonna be a back and forth it like legitimately i don't think it's ever been a good like state of drive-through the only thing that's worked is curbside <laughs> and app Okay, so are you telling me mm-hmm. that you they've never messed up your order when they when you order through the app? It's really rare. Okay, I'll be honest. Even, All right. that's that's anywhere. That's most anywhere. No, okay, that's fair. I so mean, like, I'm, restaurants will not like fast food places. I don't know why they just. It's rare if they ever mess up something. Like they might leave out like a mint or something that I something <laughs> stupid that I requested. You know, but I really like see. that mint. <laughs> uh, no, Chick Fil A hospitality mints. They're great. They're butter mints. They're amazing. Really? Never but like they don't always have them, but like uh, you have to ask for them. Okay. That makes in sense. In person. Because they, I guess they run out. And they're great. They actually are super good. Mm. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to give that a try. Mm-hmm. You know what I also really want to try is you can put, this is totally unrelated to what you just said, but you can put salt in your Coke or salt in your soda. Just a pinch, not like a whole, don't don't pour the whole salt <laughs> Like a in. margarita? Yeah. And And it enhances the flavor. Like, wow. And I, I keep forgetting to try it. You I wonder know. if it actually like, chemically. No, it doesn't. Wow. Like salt is a flavor enhancer. T- to me, I haven't tried it yet because I keep forgetting to do it, and mm-hmm. I also I'm worried I'm gonna put too much salt in. 
You got a Coke right in front of you. I do. I don't have salt in front of me though. Oh, and plus, it's a zero sugar Coke. I don't. You know, I just don't know. You know? <laughs> I, I, I want to try it on a basic it's Coke. Madness. But I'm dieting right now, so it's like huh. I'm fasting <laughs> fast food right now. So I uh, I'd go out and get you a Coke for you. But you no, know. that's that's sweet. You look at you diet, uh, fasting diet. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Look at you fasting fast food. Yeah, that's so not what I going to say. out. F- 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 mostly going. So like. Uh, last night I went to a um, a Seven Eleven and got some food. My gosh, <gasps> you broke the fast. No, it's not fast. No, it's not fast food. Like the refrigerated stuff. That's literally what fast food. <laughs> that's not fast food, bro. Seven no. Eleven is convenience. That's all. It, that, no, that, that's the definition. I'm about like the drive through, like the fried food, the burgers, the fries, all that. No, kind of all that. I went in and I got a chorizo burrito last night. That's great. And also, I'm going to go to Quick Trip today. I'm going to get some food. And my gosh, they have some of the best convenience food let me tell you did you heat it up no did you heat up the the burrito you got Mm-mm. i'm sorry dude if you if you didn't uh, now i would have given you some leeway if you had done some amount of you had to apply your own method of cooking to it but you, th- this full dry he drove to a. No, it was in a package you went to a it conveni- was packaged you went to a convenience store right it was packaged okay it was wrapped you went it in was... there and went to the instant food section mm-hmm. you grabbed you one and you didn't put it in the microwave. You said, I'm going to eat this cold <laughs> straight no, out the fridge. I'm talking about the whole system, the whole unhealthy, you know, like burger, fries. <laughs> I don't drink soda, but, you know, like that, put that on there too. Like, Can you look me in the eye and say that that burrito you had was good for you? I didn't say healthy food. <laughs> I just said like the fast food experience. I'm fasting from that because You're- you know what? It was too much money. That's another thing. Okay, I want to take the next minute to debate this with you. <laughs> so the convenience suit, it's cheap. Okay, so... It's, what, the, it's more about the money, honestly. Let's establish what fast food is. Okay, okay. fast food. Okay. Well... It's me, quick. Let me look it up. Sure. Let's do that. So let's list these out here. Yeah. It's fast. Okay. It's in the title, right? Yeah, Okay. True. Convenient. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not probably it's not good for you, but a lot of food isn't. Even you can make a home cooked meal; it's not good for you. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we can throw that aside. Sure, sure, sure. But fast, okay, that's mm-hmm. the definition. It doesn't have to be drive through. Doesn't have to be a reputable chain. Convenience. Here we go. Okay, let's hear fast it. Fast food is a term term for a kind of food that people eat from a restaurant, cafe, or takeout, where food is prepared and served quickly. None of Seven Eleven is none of those things. Hold on. Is it is Seven Eleven prepared? Is mass produced food? Wait, what? Hold on. So let's go back. Let's let's list that one. Okay. What was the first thing you listed? Eat from a restaurant, cafe, or takeout. You took it out. Where food is prepared? But think of the first. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what takeout means. You know what takeout means. I think that fits the bill. No. Okay, let me tell you this. This food is prepared way before it ever hits the 7-Eleven stores. <laughs> so, spe- bro, do you know how many frozen burgers they got behind McDonald's? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they still have to actually prepare it at the restaurant to some extent. This burrito, this was came from the factories, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to win on this. It's I, not fast no, food. No, I, I think I am. <laughs> it's not. It's not, though. It's not fast food. All right. I need to know what the audience thinks It's convenience food. The convenience store food. I'll give you that, but yeah. it's not fast food. <laughs> All right, what are the other things you listed? Uh, so you're arguing with me on from, the first point. Oh, from a restaurant, cafe, or takeout. Okay, that's the first prepared one. prepared and served quickly. Fruit it's not prepared, prefer, it's not prepared when I order it. It's already <laughs> sitting there. It's been sitting there for probably 12 hours. 
And it, I don't know if it was done quickly. So by my de- definition, though, that, that would include like a Reese's peanut butter cup would be fast food then. Okay, now you're really stretching. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying like, so by my definition of quick and convenient, I could say my definition you would, could say anything. would include. That's you what could I'm say saying. Anything. So what I'm saying like is. Like legitimately, I could go yeah. get a frozen meal microwave if that's fast food. In the yeah. So, so by my definition, that would have to include any food you get at a gas station is fast food. Yeah. Which I guess wouldn't be. The, and I wouldn't argue candy is fast food. But what, I, what I'm talking about is the whole, I'm going to go drive food and they're going to fry it up, you know, when I order it, you know, like, mm. and that's fast and that's prepared, you know, and also it eats up my money. <laughs> so that's the idea. When I go to 7-Eleven, mm. it was prepared three weeks ago and it's cheap. So that's, okay. that's, that's, that's me. Now, I, I understand where you're coming <laughs> from. So what about the food that's on the heat up roller things like a, you know how they put the hot dogs on the roller and it's constantly being heated up i still will stand by saying it's been there for a while well probably all day so so the only disqualifier is it's been there a while well, but but it's prepared again, it's prepared been prepared there when right? ordered prepared yeah. when ordered that's fast food to me okay prepared when ordered <laughs> cooked to order that's what they call it cooked to order all right mm-hmm. Well, audience, please feel free to chime also, in. Also, there was that. no drive-through. I had to inconvenience myself by getting into the convenience no, store. That's fair, but like as you're pumping gas, you know, and then like while it's pumping, or I just finished pumping gas, I'm already, I'm already you. outside. I don't in my car when I'm pumping. That's <laughs> dangerous, bro. <laughs> I've already pumped the gas. I'm already standing out here. I may as well walk in a couple steps and, and pick me up a fast, convenient item from. But the, then you have to wait in a line. You have to. You like, gotta wait in line at a drive-through. Yeah, you're but reaching. No, no, a bit. no, 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 no. But then like. <laughs> You had to look around for what you need. You're like, oh, is this what I need? Is that what I need? You know, like, and the music's playing. You have to go to the bathroom. The bathroom's disgusting. You know, like, it's a, it's inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> all right. All right. And I never thought of all the things we could have fought about on this show that that would be it. <laughs> I thought, like, you know, we'd argue over something that actually happened <laughs> but between <Okay>. us. <laughs> what I'm really fasting is spending like 12 bucks a meal, <laughs> like oh, two no. or three times a day. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit this, but uh, at the church that I've attended mm. where we fast every year, they, my, my thing was like, I'm going to go ahead and fast fast food because mm. I've spent way too much money. I'm yeah. very ashamed to admit that when I fasted for about three weeks, I saved roughly $1,200. Oh, yeah. $1,200. <laughs> I mean, I don't spend that nearly that much, but still it's a I lot. Did. That's a lot of money, especially, I, I could easily do that now going out to eat half the times with the way prices are right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So another side rant, like things are just Really, way too expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a joke Cat Williams made. We, we touched on last episode on joke mm. stealing. He made a joke about how, like, you know, you, you sitting there at the pump, 15 bucks would give you time with your car. So as you're pumping $15, you got time to clean it out real fast, right. blah, blah. But now with, like, the gas prices, you put it in there and put $15, you hear that ding, you hear that boom, you know, because <laughs> you're out of money <laughs> real fast. Yeah. You know? And... Not just gas prices, but now going out to eat is $20 for oh, you. Yeah. I order a 10-piece meal and fries, and they're like, okay, that'll be sixteen eighty two. I'm yeah. like, that's almost 20 bucks. And then like everyone's doing it. It's like, oh, yeah, just... and the line's still just as long as when prices were down. And also like, even, oh, well, why don't you cook, your, well, why don't you cook yourself? Well, here's the thing about meal prep and everything. Yeah, you can do it smart, but like 
even grocery items. Like grocery items are ridiculously expensive too. It's like everything's expensive. Yeah. There's no like real effective cheap alternative anymore. Yeah. Unless you just want to like be hungry. <laughs> right. And let me let me go ahead and say shout outs to everyone's favorite dumpster, Taco Bell. All right. Oh, let me tell you, they Taco Bell Savior. Yeah. They they are still relatively cheap. Not as cheap as they used to be, but I got the big box meal and I threw some extra burritos in there mm. with the drink. Nacho fries, still eight dollars. Yeah, eight like eight dollars. I was like, that is fan freaking tastic. Keep doing it for my birthday. I want Taco Bell gift cards because they'll <laughs> feed me for a whole three weeks. Mm. You know, so yeah, it, it it is it is shameful how expensive stuff is. And, oh, yeah. and let's not get into economy and politics. But do you think prices are going to go back down ever? No, no. I mean like maybe a dollar but right. like there's no reason to like if no. everyone's already paying this much why on earth would companies want to go down yeah. i'm not saying that the expenses would stay the same i'm saying corporations would keep absolutely yeah. keeps like so at said encounter at brahms yesterday where i was kind of mean to the kid and i, I slowed down my order and i said double dip <laughs> in a cup mint chocolate chip like i, I was kind of mm. being rude but i was a little annoyed i was also annoyed at some personal stuff going on but i looked at the brahms menu mm-hmm. the bag of burgers five burgers small nut cheese included mm-hmm. was five bucks you got five full burgers five dollars a bag of them now the price is six dollars and 25 cents for a bag of burgers now be a dollar burger now granted 625 is still really cheap okay good deal right mm. however the menu is a paper menu that they put into the drive-through machine. Right. And now, so they took out the one that said five bucks, and now it's down to six twenty-five. So when the economy gets better and and prices go down, why would they waste their time printing oh, yeah. a whole new menu with updated prices? Well, generally, if you're thinking about it way beyond that, like corporate level, right? Yeah. Oh, it's way cheaper to make this food now, but everyone's already paying this yes, much for it. Exactly. The only thing that this is how kind of deflation works, I guess. Is when that there are companies, smaller companies that will, well, not even smaller companies, but there are companies that will, like they're advertising lower prices, and then everyone starts doing that. Then it trickles down a little bit, but it'll never go down yeah. beyond you know a certain threshold. Do you think there'll ever be a fast food crash in the same way there's a housing market crash? Or <laughs> probably not. It's like, dude, it's such a mega yeah. corporation. Yeah. You know, like that industry <laughs> is. You know, like it's one of those things you don't want to think about it too much. But yeah. my gosh, that is like filthy rich industry. No, no, no. I want to think about it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm tired of this. No, nobody's saying anything. <laughs> oh no, no, Caleb, stop! They'll go after yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, we get a knock on the door. There's Ronald McDonald, the Burger King, and Wendy all staring at me with Iger. Yeah, he, he with, with Iger, work. with B Iger, the Pizza Man. <laughs> He's right there, boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a Mr. Nightmare video where I look out and then there's four of those mascots just staring at me. <laughs> B. Iger's got a baseball bat hiding in his like Pizza Hut box, you know. And then Mr. Brahms shows up. He's the getaway driver. <laughs> Get in there, Mr. B. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, gosh darn. Fast food gets grosser and grosser the more you think of yeah. it. That's why. It's not even it, it should be the food that's gross to me that doesn't appeal that makes me sick to my stomach, but yeah. no. It's the groaning pains that are of biblical proportions. <laughs> you think about the groanings in the spirit and then I look down it's not from the spirit it's from my wallet. My wallet is hurting. It's groaning and it's in pain. All jokes aside, I it's it's disgusting. Okay, I, I really don't mean to be that person. I really don't. But like, you think about how old people are like, well, back in my day, coffee was a, 
you know, fifty eight cents. No, a nickel. <laughs> I guess those people don't aren't around anymore. But but yeah, dude, like it, it shames me to admit that the dollar menu is not the dollar menu anymore. It's never it hasn't been for a long time. For a very long time. Value menu. Yes. Now yeah, value menu. How long until four for four is four for eight? <laughs> well, dude, I mean like gosh, that's just Or four for five. That's still an F. You can it, still go that route. What's crazy is that Yes, inflation's always been a thing everywhere, but like it has been so extradited like recently. What was it? Up like I wanna say it's like been up thirty percent, you know, yeah. last year, like legitimately just like that's crazy. Why would corporations go down? They have no reason to. Why why? Why would they change why would they change anything? They have zero reason to. It makes no sense. Well, it's cost. It's cost, man. Like costs yeah. are going up. Cost of everything's going up for everyone. I'm I'm saying when costs go down, what they have no incentive to oh, go back down. Yeah. They have no, no incentive to print out a new menu for the drive-thru and drop the Brahms Unless bag of burgers. Unless it's competitive. But then again, if you're like Wendy's, who's ever going to stop eating at Wendy's? So it's like... Right. I don't yeah. st- I'm don't. i still eating McDonald's every chance I can afford it. <laughs> and that's every industry, not just fast food. No yes. one's going to start. The only thing, the only industry that is like willing to go down on their prices is the gas industry. Mm-hmm. Because legitimately, if people stop buying gas, like they're in trouble. That's why during COVID, they had that um, Russia started selling their own gas and oil. So what happened was they're basically trying to hurt American oil industry. Yeah. Um, during COVID, that's why gas was like less than a dollar, like a dollar, because they had so much stockpiled that they were about to lose money if they couldn't get rid of it because they couldn't like they literally were just sitting on nothing. Uh, so that's why they were literally basically begging people to get, you know, just to take the gas. So like. That's yeah. crazy. That could still yeah. happen, not to that extent, but like everyone has to eat. <coughs> yeah, and and not everyone, but a lot of people are lazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are lazy. Everyone has to eat. Yeah. Okay. So on the day you got four kids and you're going to take them to Brahms and buy a bag of burgers. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're you're just going to do it, and yeah. that's the world. It's just how it, it's what it is. It's the same thing with gas. Like, yeah, they, there are things that happen that makes gas prices go back down. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, everyone's got to drive to work. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. So what I did when gas was at its $4 was like, I'm just putting 20 in. Mm-hmm. $20 in at a time where I used to fill up. But it's like now I'm like, I'm $20, whatever that gets me. And the next time I need it, $20. I just start filling up at half empty now. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Instead of just do, instead of giving the corporations what they want, we're going to – I'm setting my own prices. Mm-hmm. My budget's 20 Whatever 20 gets me is what 20 gets me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, I'm not, I'm not a billionaire, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, anything like that. I make good money, but I, I'm, I'm not giving the gas companies what they want, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. And people are driving less, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. I guess that's a, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a real shame. I think living... And you can complain about it all you want, but at the same time, like, we're all in the same boat. Like, don't act like, you know, it's not happening to you or you do things differently. Like, legitimately, there are areas in your life where it's it's happening. A very humble experience for me when I was watching uh, Me Mudahar's video on gas prices, and he said, like... Y'all actually have it okay in America. Like mm-hmm. it's bad, but like in Canada, things are so much worse. Also, <laughs> like, if you think about it, yeah. Texas is one of the cheapest. Has some of the cheapest gas yeah. prices. Oh, dude, in California. The California, I think it's still six bucks a gallon. Yeah. Hold on, let me look that up. That's after it went down. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, gas prices. That's why so many of them are moving here. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Everything's cheaper here. Yeah, gases are still four bucks. In yeah. 
So Arco, $4 a gallon. Shell, $5. <coughs> Shell, Shell's a ripoff. Don't go to Shell. Mm. Arco, 4 Shell, 4 four seventy. I go to Sam's. Yeah, no, Sam's is consistently 20 cents less every time. Minimum, right. 20, 25 cents less. So... So the quick trip right by my house is like two seventy four, but then I went to Sam's this morning to fill up and it was two forty two. Yeah. So I was like, dude, like you, you can't compete. Like, get you a Costco or a Sam's membership. Uh, yeah, and there's deals. There's deals. I I got a Groupon. It was like less than ten bucks to get a year long subscription. Yeah. Um, and it's it pays for itself immediately. Like literally just for the gas. If that's all you want to get, it like absolutely hands down. You live in the North Rich- <laughs> North Richland Hills area. You're still you almost get Sam's Club prices. Oh yeah. So you go. I go to a Sam's Club in North Richland Hills and get a discount on a discount. Right. It's good stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, pretty cool. Um, I guess we can move on from that conversation now to sequel itis, <laughs> sequel tropes. I don't know if we can fit this all into one episode. I really don't think we will. But well, we, got 30 minutes or we have 35 <laughs> minutes to discuss sequels. Nice. What prompted this for me? So I had thoughts. Let me reach for my notes here. Bro, these sirens today are crazy. We keep having to pause and play because sirens keep going by. But here we go. So let me post the initial question. What sequels get wrong? Reset character development? Cut out fun characters? Bigger but not better? Recast? And I put up some examples. Movies that would have been cool. Okay. What sequels get wrong, also known to as sequel-itis. So before we even get to tropes, I had a couple ideas already before I pulled up these tropes, and these tropes are actually pretty cool. Um, so, Yeah. Also, real quick, sequel-itis typically is talking about films that I would say, I would go as far as saying, had unintended sequels. Like <clears throat> Sequels that maybe weren't planned from the very beginning, but because they did really well financially, that's why they're getting a sequel. That's typically like the main offender for sequelitis is that they have a sequel. It's not because the first one, it's not setting up a trilogy. It's just one sequel, like direct to home video or whatever, just because the first one did a lot. I think a prime <laughs> example of what you're talking about is Blair Witch. Mm, so the Blair yeah, Witch project, what... right? It's a f- found footage film. Uh, it, now the interesting side note was their Blair Witch actually never appears in the movie. The reason being is because there's one scene where the cameraman's running through the woods and the girl screams, OMG, what is that? The cameraman was supposed to look over to the left when she said that and see the witch. Mm-hmm. He forgot to do it and then we had one take. <laughs> so That's the first film? That's the first film. That's movie. amazing. Yeah. I love that film. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, she, So she goes, what is that? And the guy just keeps running and he never turned to look That's at the Blair scarier. Witch. Yeah. That's scarier. And I'll, oh, I love how they don't. Show, but in the sequels, <laughs> they take that principle. Did, did like, you ah. did you watch the Blair Witch too? <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, Book mm-hmm. of Shadows? No way. So <laughs> in that one, I would argue that again, Blair Witch was never intended to get a second movie. This movie has nothing to do with the exactly. First one. Besides them talking about it, <laughs> right. like yeah, and, and in fact, it's almost in a meta way where they're like, "No, I just watched the movie Blair yeah, Witch." Yeah, they try to do the scream thing, I guess. Yeah, and it, it's stupid. <laughs> it's not found footage, <laughs> right? No, no, it's shot like a regular movie. Yeah, like, weird. And so that, that's an example of they they made a crappy horror movie and they just attached the Blair Witch project to and then they, they to show it. like ghosts and stuff and it's yeah. Like, what? And then there's a book of shadows. They never have a book of shadows. There's no book of shadows. Sir, please stop talking. <laughs> You're listing something that sounds like a terrible movie that shouldn't exist, but it actually does. <laughs> but, but yeah. All right. So then you got other movies. So think of the movie Psycho, which has come up on this show. Fantastic movie. If you haven't seen <laughs> it, go watch it. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm kind of going to, I'm not going to spoil it really, but the sec, there's a psycho two, which I, I remember talking to you about and you were surprised because you were like, there's another one. And yeah. it, not only there is there another one, it's in color, mm. which I would argue was a, not just a bad choice, but a choice. Oh no, I'm sorry. Let me go backwards. American Psycho Two. American Psycho. I apologize. Okay. There, there's actually there is a Psycho Two and Three. Okay. Mm. Well, shoot, we could have a discussion on both uh, on the Psycho and American Psycho. Wow. But let's go American Psycho Two. Have you seen American Psycho One? Uh, bits and pieces. I've never seen the whole thing. Okay, but you get the gist of it. Yeah. Okay, American sequel si- yeah. was it just a gender swap and that's oh it? Uh, just a gender swap. <laughs> it, okay, not only is it a gender swap, but they got Mila Kunis to carry the role. American Psycho, which is a I would argue a cult classic, mm. uh, it has a big. It, it's I think it's rated NC seventeen because there's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of. Let me look because like Clockwork Orange is worse, and I, I think that's still R. Oh really? Mm. I, haven't, I actually haven't seen a Clockwork Orange. Oh, that's that's worth one watch and never again. <laughs> It was amazing, but never yeah. again. Well, the same thing with American Psycho. I don't need to see it yeah. again. Let's see here. Rating. Let's see here. Sorry, guys. Yep. No, you're right. No, there's R and then there's unrated. I think I've seen the unrated cut. Yeah. Because just director putting in a couple extra scenes or whatever. And not just extra scenes, like full on sex scenes. Yeah. And I was I was sitting there like, well, this isn't doing much for my purity. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I watched it once in high school, not high school, 18 years old and caught mm. for like first week of college. And I decided I can't watch it again because mm. like it, it just triggers me. But um, yeah, so American Psycho 2, Mila Kunis, Meg from Family Guy comes in and it's like she's playing the same character type yeah. thing. So the sequelitis there is like gender swap, but they try to make the same movie. And they don't really add much to it. It's not continuing. I love the it first... when they add like the same jokes or like iconic scenes into the sequel. Usually, yeah. when it has, it doesn't add. It's just remember this scene from the first one, and that's it. Right. Like, it doesn't right. add anything. Now back to just Psycho. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to just Psycho. So from Psycho to Psycho Two, I, I believe that's in color. Back in like the fifties or sixties, whatever that was made. Fifties probably. They love their sequels. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You think it's bad now, but like. So Psycho <laughs> 2's in color. They tried to go a different route. So in Psycho, you got Norman Bates, crazy guy. He's unaliving women and he gets caught. He's arrested and the guy comes in and at the end, the doctor and he monologues and says, oh, he was split into two different personalities, his mother and himself. And he lost sight of who was who. So. You get to the second one, it's actually supposed to be a redemption arc for him, for Norman Bates. So he's released on parole. Mm. I'm told it's not the worst thing ever. It's not great. <laughs> they probably shouldn't have made it, <laughs> right? But in the second one, he has gone through the treatments, and he's trying to get back into society as a normal person. At the same time, there's murders going on in th- in the city, in the movie city, and People are like, is it him? Is it not him? And he's trying to prove he's trying to be a better person, yeah. and he's sane, and he's trying to earn people's trust back. And so then I, I believe at the end of the movie, it's proven it's not him, it's another person, and he, he ends up fighting the main one. You get to the third movie, and now he's just a killer again. So they, so another thing I wanted to bring up was when a sequel basically undoes character development and just erases everything that happened in the previous movie. I think a good example of that would have to be Terminator Dark Fate. Mm. So Dark Fate is the official third movie to the Terminator trilogy now, which there have been plenty of Terminator 3s to try and be, right. you know what I mean? So 
Dark Fate opening scene. The another Terminator comes out, another Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. comes out and shoots John Connor immediately, undoing right. the second movie. The second movie, perfect mm. masterpiece. You can't add to it, can't take away from it. Straight out of the Bible, Revelations. There's nothing to be added to this book, nothing to be right. taken away from it. No, Dark Fate comes in and defies expectations. So, a movie sequel that just undoes the the, the previous film. That's the part I can't stand is mm. when writers who didn't. Un- I would say didn't understand the plot of the last movie. Yeah. Why why it was made a classic and they just write a yeah, forget the last movie. You know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think Force Awakens also kind of did that to the prequel trilogy because they they came in and said don't worry about the prequels. They right. kind of undid everything in a way. So, I don't know. Do you have any good examples of a movie just undoing the last one? <laughs> undoing. Yeah. Undoing. Yeah. Miss um, miss the point. <laughs> Almost shot the movie in the face. I would argue Dark Fate shot Terminator 2 in the face, you know? So, um, you have any examples of that? Gosh, Terminator 3 is actually a pretty good example, just the first one. But, yeah. I think 3, was 3 a direct to DVD? I think, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, I, w- I wouldn't even count that. I didn't even get a theatrical sure. release. Um, look that up. Terminator 3. Had a big budget, $187 million. Oh, yeah. No, nope. Had a th- had a theatrical run. Okay. Oh, how about that? No, Terminator Three was in theaters. Kill. Cool. <laughs> yeah, um, good for Terminator Three. One that comes out. Ever seen Conan, the Schwarzenegger movie? Yes. <laughs> Conan yeah, the Barbarian. There was a sequel. Now, however, I've only seen the sequel. I actually didn't see the oh, first one. Okay, so legitimately, the first one's all about him breaking his chains, um, <clears throat> getting his power. You know, like and fighting the villain that you know enslaved him for all, most of his life. And he fought Darth Vader, right? He so fought the, Darth Vader. Yeah, the villain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he just came up from behind just like cut his head off. <laughs> it was awesome. <clears throat> and then like it ends with a monologue from Mako, the famous voice guy, an actor actually. And he's basically mono or he's like narrating. He's like, and Conan went on to find his own kingdom, you know, and to build like that was his goal to find his own kingdom. But that's for a tale of another day. Yeah. Sequel comes out. They do the exact same thing they did with the first one, like except beat for bad. beat, except bad and like cheesy and weird. Yeah. And then at the very end, they have another monologue with the exact same dialogue. Dialogue, <laughs> and at the very end, it's like, but basically the end. The ending is like he saves the princess, and the king's like, "Marry her, and out my kingdom is yours." Well, that's his kingdom right there. Boom. No, that wasn't good enough. He needs to find his own kingdom, and it ends with that. But that's a story from another day. It's like, <laughs> 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 uh, mm, is that so? <laughs> yeah, that's so, definitive. You know, you can't watch the Conan series, you know, without that movie. Another um, another example of sequelitis, and those are the three big ones for me. One, they just gender swap, mm-hmm. and it's the same movie except with a woman. Two. Uh, undoes the previous film immediately right out the gate. Okay. Three, my third biggest pet peeve is bigger is better, which is not the case, but it's the same film, but bigger. There's this film actually qualifies both or two of those things Ghostbusters 2. Mm. Have you seen it? I saw it <laughs> once and I wasn't paying attention. I was so bored. I was a kid. So at the very end of the first one, they save the city. Everyone loves them. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, basically, and everyone's like celebrating, like, oh my gosh, Ghostbusters, they 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 save the world, you know, like the guy, the government dude, he's like, he gets, you know, tossed aside, like, boom, it ends great, they're famous now. <laughs> the sequel takes place like a year or so afterwards, and they did the whole, uh, the city sued them, 
everyone, no, no one believes in ghosts anymore. They all think it was fake. And it's just like it done does and does everything that the first one did. Yeah. Like everything. Like why would anyone ever disagree or like say that ghosts aren't real? And so they're poor again. And then they have to get the big gang back together. And then they have to get the firehouse again. They do everything in the or same in the first film. Then they have more comic relief and they take out all the swearing because, again, and a typical sequelitis symptom is that if it's from like a more mature film, they'll make it like more kid friendly to sell toys. Yeah. Essentially, is what happened. Oh, no, I hate that so much. And at the very end, they have a big monster fight, another big monster fight, this time with the Statue of Liberty, which is kind of cool, but still, like. Okay. Legitimately, everything beat for beat. Here's um, a problem I have with every single Ghostbusters film, though. Let me let me put that in there. Even the first one? No. Okay. Sorry. But, but, it, but it's in the first one. Okay. But then the sequels just kept... Yeah. The stupid big mascot at the end. Yeah, now, yeah, it yeah. worked for the first movie. Great idea. Okay. Sure. And then the second one, like you said, same, same movie, undoes it, undoes the first one. Just so and they then, can and do then, it again. And then copies it beat for beat. And then big monster at the end, Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty. Okay. The third one didn't happen. Never, never couldn't get it off the ground. The script was terrible, and then uh, Bill Murray was like, "I don't want to do it. I, I don't. It just bleh, right. I just I'm tired of doing this." And, and here comes the reboot. Reboot. Boom, boom, okay. Boom, boom, yep. boom. Gender swap. All women. <laughs> same exact movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, big mascot. Actually, Not only the big mascot. Yeah, the I, exact same mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's a good. They fight the Ghostbusters also, logo. They undo everything because it's not a sequel; it's a reboot. Because Bill Murray is a totally different character. Yeah, he's one. not himself. He's not the original <clears throat> Ghostbusters. They make him like someone like unredeemable, and he dies or something. But dies like, immediately. So they, which is like, oh my gosh, they freaking Star Wars yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you get to the third one, and again, big mascot at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you get to the next one, which is Afterlife. Afterlife. <laughs> Haven't seen that one. Okay. Again, same exact movie really? as the first one, wow. except they learn their lesson. There's no big mascot at the end, so there's less, <laughs> right? So they go, <laughs> they go the Stranger Things route, mm. okay, straight down to hiring film Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, oh, of course. <laughs> but they go the route where the kids are in a small town and the ghosts start attacking. However, the only problem I have is they fight Gozer again and the dogs, Zool. So the Zools, Zool, and then the the dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in it, and the, it's the same exact thing where the two people that are thinking they they might they have good chemistry and they might mm. well they get possessed by the dogs and then they do the thing oh, and wow. they something it's the same exact movie except they didn't put the big mascot at the end. I'm wow. proud of them for that, but other than that, beat for beat, same exact movie, and they have the scene where the original Ghostbusters show up and then they fight Zool. And then they say, like, you know, uh, choose the form of your... De- or no, it's, they do the, are you a god? Mm. And then they, they, they all... Everyone looks at... Um, what's his name? You know, and then they, he says, uh, yes. You know, and it's a, and then they do the joke, good job, you did it. <laughs> when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Oh, okay. You know, they, they reference that, That's right? Cute. So that was his arc, <laughs> 20 years. So every Ghostbusters movie is the same movie, and I hate it. First one's such a good one. <laughs> it, it's, it's good, but then every single Ghostbuster yeah. after that, same exact movie. Okay, um, here are a couple examples. I got sidetracked. Sorry, <laughs> I ran. Here are a couple examples of sequels that actually not only did something different but enhanced yeah. the uh, franchise. Oh, uh, can I can I say one more thing? A good example, <laughs> yeah. though, of bigger being better mm. is Home Alone Two. It's the same exact movie, beat for beat. But it is in New York, so instead of him taking the house back, he takes back the whole state of New York. <laughs> Do you like Ghostbusters too, or no? I'm sorry, not Ghostbusters. Home Alone too. It's the exact same film. It is, but it but it goes the big. You made it sound better. way cooler than it actually is. I, I maybe he runs into like an abandoned orphanage. Right. 
he sets up like half the amount of traps and like exactly beat for beat. Right. Even up to the point where they're watching freaking Casablanca in like a different language. Like the family is like legitimately even Macaulay Culkin's like, yeah, legitimately just copy pasted that. Right. And, and he's right. Mm -hmm. And in, in the Christopher Columbus, when he does his director's commentary, sorry. Wow, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Today I'm just stupid. <laughs> Chris Columbus yeah. <laughs> comes in and does his thing, and he does the uh, director's commentary on the first one. And he's like, "Yeah, they just ripped off the, for the second movie, right?" And he's right. But Home Alone Two is still funny. Mm. I would say. Oh, it has. It definitely has. Like, it's like it's weird. Yeah, you can watch either or, and get the same experience. Right. It even it's has just, a Donald Trump cameo. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that elevates. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but the, the two president fran- endorses Home Alone too. <laughs> the two franchises I was thinking of. One, this sequel is almost more famous than the first one. Is Gremlins two? You ever seen it? Mm, I actually haven't seen either Gremlins. So Gremlins original was like, essentially this guy get this kid gets a magical beast called a gremlin, and yep. his rules attached: <coughs> don't feed it after dark, don't put it in water, stuff like that. <laughs> Um, and then there was a bad, one bad gremlin that shows up and they fight it out for the whole movie. It's almost like Terminator in a way. And then they kill the bad one. And then like, they, it's like, it's a good story, you know, like it's, it's fine. It's like a weird kind of dark Christmas movie in a way. Mm. The sequel, um, another bad gremlin shows up who's super intelligent. He's actually intelligent enough to talk. He starts creating his own gremlins, but he makes like hundreds of them, and all of them have a different like ability. A whack, like that's what I'm saying, enhancing it. Mm-hmm. So like they change the setting. I don't think they change the characters, but like a new gremlin shows up, and legitimately like they're gremlins that can change into electricity. They're gremlins that fly. They're gremlins that are like vampires. Like uh, there's a famous like Key and Peele sketch of them like I've just thinking about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them was actually in the movie. It's like yeah. they went crazy with yeah. it. To me, I'm like that actually had fun. You know, like they actually want. It sounds like they actually yeah wanted to make this. You know, right? Another franchise where the sequels actually made everything better was Back to the Future. Mm, I was actually just about to bring that up. <laughs> so a lot. Some people probably disagree with this, but I. Number one, okay, one of my favorite films in the world is Back to the Future. It's perfect. It stands on its own. doesn't need anything, right? Sequel comes along. I don't like the second one. Hold on. I'm getting to that. Okay. Take out the future part. Right. Do you still not like the film? Oh, no. Take out the part where he goes to the future. I like I like the future part. Oh, really? Yeah. Most people don't like that part. Really? Why? Uh, because it's cheesy and it's like... It is cheesy. It's just really to show off the effects and everything. But, I still love it. Yeah. But that's my favorite part. <clears throat> I actually every, love it when he goes back, literally back to the future or back to the past. You're talking um, about the third one, though. No, no, no. One. Okay, you're talking about he, <laughs> Where goes he goes back, back to the fifties. He goes back to the present, and Biff has taken over, um, like basically become uh, ruler of you know America through gambling and such. It's it's amazing. I love that part. I like that part too. I like that part. And then directly after, yes, he does go back to the first film, but I think it's really cool how they did it. How they show him how he's it's not they don't just rerun the first film. He's actually helping the first film happen. Like he's actually doing things that you can go back and watch the first film and be like, oh my gosh, like I can actually imagine Marty McFly doing all this stuff now. Because they reshot a bunch of it. Or they used they used some old footage, but they actually reshot most of it. Um, and I just thought it was so well done. And like no film really did that at that point. Like a lot of films have done it since, but like that was one of the one of the first films that really Go back to the first film, use time travel as a gimmick, not a gimmick, but like, you know, an, an ability this character has. 
to fix things that weren't fixed before. <clears throat> um, it's just like the future part I love, the middle part I love, and the last part I love. You know, I can cut the future part out probably. It doesn't uh. really add that much. It doesn't add that much. It's just to show off wacky effects. I love it, but it's really not adding I that was going to say the, the wacky part <laughs> because it's the, great because the digital effects weren't Sorry, the digital effects weren't impressive. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that stuff impressed me. But as a kid, it's so much fun to brainstorm. Like, man, this is what the future could be like. No, I mean, like again, it's fun. Yeah. And he, but he's basically he's he's just running around like goofing off, like right. or like falling into shenanigans. The site, like when he actually goes back to the present, that's when he's actually has stakes. You know, there's ten- tensions high. There's potential that everything. Well, for all yeah. he's already lost, and he needs to like undo his loss undo the loss yeah. essentially i'm like this is really gripping and cool like yeah. it's building upon the first one and then they go back to the first one do they do everything beat for beat not necessarily no i won't say it rips off no i, I agree with you on the fact that it doesn't just copy the first movie mm-hmm. beat for beat that's not the part i have a problem with i don't like him running around the first movie i just to me that just wasn't as creative what do you mean he's running like they take the first movie and mm-hmm. then they just have him running around in it like i it just that's the part that i found least interesting and least engaging really for me yeah interesting now i i love the future part because it's just it's just fun and dumb mm-hmm. like it's like none of we don't have any of the technology that they were advertising in that one because they were just making stuff up they were just having fun with it mm-hmm. it wasn't to predict anything like the simpsons or south park I you think I, mean? I think the part where he's like almost running into himself is really cool because again it takes full advantage of the time travel aspect of mm-hmm. seeing yourself. Yeah, they didn't do that until that point. Right, <laughs> of Marty seeing himself, and then there was one point where the bullies are about to jump him on stage. Yeah, and then he like unleashes like the sandbags and it kill you know right. knocks out the bullies like right before like I like that stuff. How yeah. uh, you know it sort of like adds little details to the first film, but without changing anything. Um, the third film, a lot of people don't like it. I love it just because I loved it as a kid. Yeah. It's like kind of generic Western, but at the same time it has like that sort of like, um, cynical like humor about it, you know, that yeah. Martin, Martin, you know, uh, Martin Short, not Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> Martin McFly. <clears throat> J. Fox. Martin Michael J. Fox. Uh, Michael, Michael, J. J. Michael J. Fox. J. Fox. That he brings to the, and Christopher Lloyd, they both bring this really cool, unique energy. Um, but yes, I love that franchise. I think the sequels like expanded the universe in a really cool way, but it didn't take away from the first one. You can still go watch the first one yeah. and it's still perfect right. and it's still self-contained. Yeah. Like it's great that way. That's fair. They, they did balance a part where it doesn't ruin the first movie very mm-hmm. well. I think my only problem with the future part is like Michael J. Fox to play all four parts of they, his family in the future. Again, I probably said they yeah. really just wanted to show off effects. Yeah. Like, it's cool, but it doesn't add anything to the film. Right. It's just like, oh my god, he played all. It's like Tyler Perry that, that did that was like dumb. ten years later. Yeah, <laughs> that, that part. I, that's the part I hate. Where he's playing his daughter, he's playing his, you know, all. It that takes stuff. up a lot yeah. of time, and yeah. they don't add anything to right. it. I, I I agree with that part, mm. but that was the only part I didn't like about that that section. Sure. Like I said, my my least favorite is when he goes back <laughs> to the fifties and runs around the first movie. Interesting. The third one, however, is pretty dang good. You that's like it. it? I oh. like it. Like I actually, I love it. Like it. I love it. I love it. And <laughs> in college, the second one was, in my opinion, it turned me off from watching the third one again. Sure. So I, I, I was thinking, like, man, all, all both Back to the Future's sequels just are bad. Really? They're, they're terrible. But then I rewatched them. I, I slugged through the second one. But I watched the third one. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. It's when a was good the last Western. time you've seen the second one? I think a year ago. Oh, okay. For, gotcha. Yeah, for fairly okay. recently. That's fair then. Yeah, and I, I didn't hate it as much as I hated it in college, mm-hmm. but I still was just like, it's my least favorite part. Well, so growing up, my mom, it was interesting. So my mom grew up on the original Back to the Future. She loved it. That's why I got into it, because she really loved it. Yeah. Then she said, well, all the sequels are bad. 
And I was like, oh, so I never watched the sequels. And then yeah. like eventually I watched the second one. I was like, oh my gosh, I really love the second one. And then I actually got my mom to love the second one. And then we both watched the third one together and we were like, oh my gosh, this is like, we love these films. So we kind, of, we kind of bonded over that. I but don't know how you managed that, but you share a miracle my mom, <laughs> my mom told me that apparently they filmed both second, the second and third one at the same time. Hmm. So they were, the third one was basically complete when the second one, and it was like, because they have a trailer for the third one after the second one, which is crazy. And like not a whole lot, I don't think a whole lot of franchises did that back then. They do now. Yeah, absolutely. Think of the dark universe. <laughs> but legitimately, I think they had the entire third film completed after the second one. So like it yeah. released almost immediately after. What's the name of the guy that made the, the trilogy? It's the same guy. Was it John? It wasn't John Hughes. Um, or I don't think. Maybe it was. I think it was. Wait, John Hughes was Home Alone. Right. No, no, no. That's, no, the, that's Chris Columbus. No, no, no. Chris Columbus directed. John Hughes wrote it. Okay, well, who directed uh, Back to the Future? Might have been John Hughes. I'm pretty sure that was... Robert Zemeckis. Thank okay. you. I, I knew it was a catchy name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert Zemeckis, they, I, I remember him saying, like, they were going to make all three films with or without him. So he made right. the first one. It was just going to be a self-contained mm. story. Yeah. Okay, and he even wrote himself into a hole putting Jennifer in the car when they went right. to the future. He he says that like we wouldn't have put her in the car had we known we were getting make right, another exactly. movie. But they had no idea this was going to make no. So money. then <laughs> so then the studio's like we're going to do two more. <laughs> do you, and he's like, well, you can't do two more like that. You know, mm. we we it's a perfect movie. And they said we're doing it with or without you. So he he wow. he said okay, then I'm I'm going to do it. You know, I don't want them to ruin my movies. So that's that's good. I mean, like, I, I yeah. hate how he was forced into that. But yeah, like, but but he's like. Um, he wasn't forced. I mean, but, like, but but they were saying like we're taking it right. Yeah. We're taking your property, and we're gonna either butcher it <laughs> or we're gonna. Oh my god! Can you imagine what they would have done to it? Oh, they would have t- tortured yeah, it. Yeah, he did a great job. Like, yes, doing so. I, mean, I can't imagine having to make work future work or you know like work that is a sequel to something you really love. Yeah, and that something you don't even want to make. But then like having the attitude, well, I'm gonna make it great. You know, I'm still gonna make it great. I'm gonna make it better. Yeah. You know, like bigger. And then um, I don't know. I think he said like he's strongly, strongly against I am too of a reboot of Back to the Future. Yeah, we talked about this on the show at one point of how I think like it makes sense to make a reboot of Back to the Future and how they could actually do some interesting. But, but things not with just it. not use the same characters, like, not use the same. Legitimately, plot if they just take the idea of it, yeah. like the DeLorean, sure they find the DeLorean, but they don't remake Marty McFly. Like yeah. don't do that. Please yeah. do not do that. You could tell um, a whole original story. Yeah, exactly. And then, but it, but it's time called Back travel. To the future. You can go. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and you don't even have to have it make sense mm. where there's not plot holes. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. What makes Back to the Future so funny is the plot holes. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's like yeah, the third one, like M- Marty McFly dropping Biff into a spit spittoon and yeah. a manure truck. Uh, you know, putting his ancestor, his bully's ancestor, into a manure truck. That would destroy the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taking out one of the biggest outlaws ever. Right. You know, and and getting him arrested and and stopping people from dying right like you, you've ruined the future like <laughs> but dang yeah. it's so great but it's great you know what i mean like so take that concept don't, don't worry about, about plot much. holes yeah. yeah just have fun people worry yeah. too much about freaking right. plot holes nowadays well they they do it on the reason they don't do it on back to the future so hard or even stuff like rick and morty mm. but they don't do it on back to the future because they never set up that it it doesn't take itself seriously right 
they don't set it up to where like, oh no, 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 no. This very specific thing happens. It very specifically ruins stuff. That is a special magic that I just yeah. feel like so many filmmakers have lost. Like even if it's a reboot of like a kid's show, it has to be super yeah. gritty and serious, yeah. you know, like that's just what people are into nowadays. And, like, and that's why Terminator fails so hard. <laughs> right. Terminator falls flat every time it tries to, to make a movie to go back and ruin the first movie. Because it, it takes a the first two movies are very specific. This happens to mm. secure the future. Right. And every time they make a movie to go backwards... They have to explain and explain. And it and ruins the security that the first two made. Right. You know what I mean? It's because like, no. it tries to get too complicated. Mm-hmm. And that's why Back to the Future doesn't get the same flat. Could it? Sure. Yeah. If, if it was very like, you know, these have to happen in order to... Set, mm. You know, they don't take it that seriously. Right. And, that, and that same thing with Rick and Morty. The, the two... Uh, the two aliens that go back in time and beat up Albert Einstein because they mistook him yeah. for Rick. Like Rick, Rick, Rick and Morty never took that seriously, so that's why it was never a big. It's not a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's also, just the whole thing. The Back to the Future, like it's an ingenious concept of how they explain multiverse almost. Yeah, I love that style more than. I think even they made a joke in The Flash about this, how it's exactly like Back to the Future. And in like the Marvel Universe, they say it's nothing like Back to the Future. Yeah. I'm like, I like that back and forth. But yeah. it all goes back to Back to the Future because actually what they did sort of made sense. It, they yeah. made time travel explainable yeah. in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones you know, to really do it to the way where like families could understand. You know, get behind the yeah. story. You know, like It's not that complicated. And then like you get to the freaking like. Oh my God! What even does Marvel well, multiverse? No, no. You brought up the Flash. The Flash is a great example of what you yeah. just described to me because the you know Ezra Miller's character goes back. The mm. Flash. He goes back and and all he does is he moves. Mm. He puts a can of soup in the cart in the cart. Right. Okay. Not only does that it didn't just change the future. It created a whole new Barry Allen. It created right. a whole new Flash. So when he goes back to the present, that's why his mistaken yeah. Flash is now with his regular Flash. And it just created more duplicates and it right. made things so complicated. And that's time travel in a way done wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, and so when you attempt to overexplain it and it and it, it, it recasted Batman three times, like you know what I mean? Like it. <laughs> so no, it creates a whole mess of just things. Like no, cut it out. Yeah. It's happening over here. Yeah. Universe A, universe yeah. B, this is what's happening. Yeah, because like the Marty McFly, <laughs> he went back and changed the past. It didn't create more Marty McFlies. Right, it didn't right, create right. more docs. It, it just like it just, you know, they simplified it. It was right. simple. And does it make sense? Probably not. No. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but my dumb brain can follow along. <laughs> I love how he like uh, accidentally climbs in the window like the yeah. wrong house <laughs> right just... <laughs> because it's his house but it's the wrong time <laughs> you right, know right so well, but actually yeah. i don't think he was ever no he was born that's right yeah it yeah it doesn't quite make sense to think too hard about it, but don't think the movie don't think too exactly. hard about it. you know like, it doesn't tell you to so my bad back to sequelitis because we started talking about time travel <laughs> right okay so we got about five minutes left i'm gonna list one trope and then we can kind of get to uh, next episode, I think this could be a two-parter. I think so. Yeah, because now now we listed three tropes that we don't like in sequels, mm. but there's so much more that I hadn't even thought about it. Mm. Okay, here's a good one, and this will. Huh? No, actually, let's do a light one here. Okay. This is called Bag of Spilling in a video game sequel. So this is video games, but I, I like this, and that's a good short one to close it out on. Sure. Bag of Spilling. In a video game sequel, a character won't keep what they've collected in the previous game. I was actually just thinking about this with God, with God of War. Mm-hmm. So have you played any of the God of War games? I played the original. Yes. And I played a little bit of the re- the reboot, but mm-hmm. not much. Okay, so in the first one, he's got the Blades of Chaos. He's got the big sword that he he's holds on angry, his back. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he's got all these really cool weapons that in the second game they just he didn't he didn't have them. Right. He just forgot yeah. about them. <laughs> so and it's funny because every game he just drops whatever weapon he had and then he gets a new one. The only one is the reboots where he has, you know, his axe, his blades of chaos, and I mean, and then he carries those in the next game. They, uh, they do this in Metroid Prime. If you ever play Metroid Prime, mm-hmm. uh, the first one. Samus starts out with all her abilities. Then she gets bonked on the head. She loses all of them. And then the next one, she has all the abilities from the last one bonked on the head. Yeah. Same thing. Like, it's just like <laughs> That's hilarious. Because in the second God of War, he still has some of the powers, but mm-hmm. then they, they established that his power was drained. So mm-hmm. he puts all his powers into the Blade of Olympus in the second game. And then now he's back to where he was in the first game, just his blades. And, and then, then he has in to the land. second one, wasn't he like a god in the, for like five seconds? That's what I'm saying. Like, he, yeah, yeah. he put all his powers in a sword mm-hmm. to fight something, and then he was back to being a human. So he started over with just his blades again. You know, so he had to learn all these really cool moves. But it's just funny to me how every game he forgets all his weapons, and right. he just has to start over. So from one, from God of War one to God of War two, it made sense. I think. What about Assassin's Creed? Does Ezio ever lose his stuff? Yeah. Because at the end of God, I'm sorry. At the end of Assassin's Creed Two, he's got all these really cool weapons. But then in the second, from the second one to Brotherhood, like he has his two blades. But then he accidentally breaks break one, one of break them. one, and yeah. he, now he's back to one. He doesn't have know? the hidden gun, um, like immediately. No, does no, he? no. And the same thing. Really? With Re- same thing with Revelations. You don't get the gun till later either. Oh, so okay. it's just like, yeah, it just every game Ezio forgets to bring his stuff with him. Oh, dude, I love that hook blade though. Oh, it's cool. Right. Mm. I don't think he starts with it in the other he games doesn't. either. No. And he, it's like he has to keep learning again. Hmm. If I was him, every at the start of every game, I'd run back to Da Vinci and be like, "Hey, I need, <laughs> you know, Da Vinci." Yeah, but but in the in Brotherhood, he's teaching people. So can mm-hmm. he ask them for one? You know, one of the until. Well, they make fun of him. In the third one, they're like, "How'd you lose your blade? Here, take this hook." One, I was like, yeah. "Oh, right." So yeah, <laughs> that that's an interesting one. Bag of spilling. So I think it's called bag of spilling. Remember how we talked about. Japanese ghosts uh-huh. where you, you hand I forget what ghost it was called but you hand the one a bottomless barrel Umi and Bozu. really Umibozu and then mm-hmm. you look at the barrel it's just got the bottom cut out so yeah. he's like huh? <laughs> it's the same thing bag of spilling it's just like he has this bag of loot mm-hmm. that at the end of the game you look in the bag and you realize there's a hole in no, it I've, I've seen this trope before yeah. I've read this trope before yeah well that and just like I've seen it so oh, plenty yeah. of times for some, for some reason the main character is like I just left all my stuff at home <laughs> there are some games that are trying to be more creative about that nowadays like yeah. more modern games where are like okay how can we explain right. him keeping like this like does Kratos lose all his stuff in, the, in Ragnarok he doesn't lose it, but it is no. He doesn't lose it. Yeah, no. that's what I thought. Yeah, he keeps yeah, it. There, I think that trope is slowly dying out. Um, they don't really want to do that anymore. I, say, I don't know about dying out, but for God of War especially, like he mm. keeps all his stuff. I know in so. like the old Ratchet and Clank games, if you uh, had save files from the first one, they would give you all the weapons for the first one. Yeah, yeah, all right at the game. Like that's really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. So pretty sick. Mm. Anyway. All right, guys, that's it for this one. I think next week we're going to go ahead and pick up where we left off and just start going through uh, sequel tropes. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining the us. The sequel this week. of this one. Yeah. <laughs> this next episode will have sequel ideas. It's just going to be two women. <laughs> <laughs> and like they do the exact same. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, we should do that. If I, if, oh. A gender swap? Yeah, we should just gender swap one day. I would like to do it next episode, but I don't think they could do the conversation like us. Because um, we're cool. Yeah. Ah, that's right. <laughs> In a male-dominated podcast society, <laughs> I that's think right. there's, you know, I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable. So, that's right. all right, guys, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.